1: back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Pickets, your Wednesday, June 5th edition. Hope everybody had a great Tuesday. By the looks of the Slack chats and the member Discord at QuantEdge.com, we had some big Tuesdays. So good to hear over there. I even had a little bit of sweat, so it was uh, a fun one. And as we said as, uh, on the show yesterday, all those high totals, we had 3 over 10. We had over half the slate. It uh, felt like had 9 or more. Lots of offense is going to be out there. It was some weird offense, a lot of low-owned offense, but it was there. We nailed some of it, didn't get some of the others, but it was a wild one. It was a fun one. And we should have another wild one on tap tonight. 12-gamer to break down for you. Here are your totals on the slate. Braves at Pirates, 9.5. Yankees, Blue Jays, 8.5. Twins, Indians, 9. Giants, Mets, 8.5. Rays, Tigers, 8.5. Marlins, Brewers, 9. Orioles, Rangers, 9.5. Waiting on the... uh, Wrigley won because of potential weather. Red Sox, Royals, eight and a half. Reds, Cardinals, nine. A's, Angels, nine. Astros, Mariners, nine. Everything is eight and a half or higher. I don't think I've ever seen that. Ever. And one, two, three, four, seven of the 11 totals we have because we don't have the last one. Seven of the 11 are nine or higher. Can you imagine what's going to happen again tonight? Another fun one on top for us. And to make it even more entertaining, we got a 12 game slate, but you're going to have to watch the weather. All the way up to lock. See, hopefully things change. But Atlanta at Pittsburgh, thirty percent chances of rain. Giants at the Mets, wind blowing out to center, about twelve miles an hour. Forty to fifty percent chances of rain. Tampa Bay at Detroit, blowing out to right field, ten miles an hour. Twenty percent chances of rain. Minnesota Cleveland, blowing out to right field, eleven miles an hour. Fifty percent chances of rain. Baltimore Texas, twenty five percent chances. Your two Missouri games in Kansas City and St Louis, ten to fifteen percent chances. Hopefully most of this dies off and it's not a big deal. But still, there are potential rain threats, so keep an eye on that. That's why I'm going to mention a couple extra pitchers just in case you got to pivot tonight. I'm going to mention actually 12, so half of the pitching core. But we'll go quickly through it because some of them are just kind of highlights. We'll kick it off up top, but there's five guys over 10K. There's three we'll talk about real quickly. Charlie Morton, 11-6 at the Detroit Tigers. Charlie Morton, been very, very good this season on the road, a one ERA compared to 3 at home. Recent home starts 32 points at Cleveland. Struggled against the Yankees. I'll let that slide. 25 at Miami. He had 27 at Kansas City. 23 at Boston. Been very, very good. Outside of that Yankee start, he has 25 or more points in three of his last four. Going up against a Tigers team that got to uh, Blake Snell just a little too late yesterday. Really killed some big time momentum. But uh, they strike out over 26% of the time versus right hand pitching. So Charlie Morton in a really, really good spot against this Detroit Tigers team. A Tigers team with a team total of 3.75. Lefty sitting 298, righty's 251 off Chucky. And uh, only have 283 Woba, 150 ISO for Detroit, so not good at all. So you look at Charlie Morton, really, really good spot here. It's expensive, though, at 11 six. 6 Jimmy Paxton, 11 three 3 was really, really good in his first start back. He was limited to about 70 pitches against our went 66 pitches against San Diego. And his return, four shutout, no-hit innings, two walks, seven Ks for 22 DraftKings points. I'm imagining the ramp them up to about 85-ish pitches tonight. If you're willing to take the gamble, it works because Toronto strikes out a ton almost 26% of the time versus left-handed pitching. So it makes Paxton a really, really good look here. Toronto, uh, you know, 286 Wobo, 140 ISO versus lefties is not good at all. So you can take a look at James Paxton if you so choose at that price point. Just know that the, uh, there's a chance that he might not go too deep into the game. And the last guy I'll mention, and I'm imagining he's going to be pretty popular up top here, is Christopher Sale, 10600 bucks. You know, it's been a roller coaster ride of a year with Sale, 435 <laughs> ERA on the season. That's not the Chris Sale we know and love. But uh, at 10600 bucks against the Kansas City Royals, definitely some upside there. When you look at Sale, 21, 17, 20, 44, 41, 34, 24, 23. That's his last like seven starts. He's putting together. Quality, quality appearances, and as you saw with the pitching last night, what it could potentially be tonight, if you could lock me down, a guy that's got a good chance at 20-plus points, sign me up. I know it's 10-6. It's not, you know, you'd like him to be a little cheaper, but you can take advantage of a Kansas City team that strikes out 22% of the time versus left-handed pitching. And when you look at it even deeper, they have the second lowest total at 3.5. Lefties 272, righties 290, but when you look at Kansas City even deeper, a 282 Woba, 125 ISO. They are very, very bad versus left-handed pitching. Again, no Hunter Dozier. You know, E-rod is as erratic as he can be, was really good yesterday. Just gave up a two-run homer to Chester Cuthbert, of all people. So random things can happen. But Chris Sale at 10-6. I'm expecting him to be popular, but could be a very, very, very good option tonight. So 10k and above. I got Sale 1, Morton 2, James Paxton 3. When you go to the mid-7s to the uh, 9K range, we've got a couple to break down for you. Spencer Turnbull, 8600 bucks at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. This is more of a floor play for me. Two eight one ERA at home on the year, averaging over 16 DraftKings points. You know, lately it's been 16 points at Atlanta, 18 at the Mets, struggled against the fish of all people, uh, 15 against Oakland, 15.5, 23, 21. It's just a good floor with Spencer Turnbull. He's got strikeout upside. He's facing a Tampa Bay team. That strikes out almost 23% of the time. First right handed pitching to go with. Spencer Turnbull's 22% K rate, 48% ground ball rate. He's kind of regressed a little bit compared to the really hot start he's had of the season, but still overall not bad. Tampa Bay does have a 4.75 team total, which is good. But uh, lefty's 352 off the bull, righty's 274. Uh, so you can definitely take advantage of that. It's more of a GPP play because Tampa Bay's offense can be sneaky, sneaky good. So keep that in mind. But uh, the bull at 86 has some upside. Uh, Jimmy Nelson, James, eighty-two hundred bucks, making his return from a long, long layoff due to injury. He made a start in the minors. He's made three starts this season in AAA. He's given up uh, ten earned runs, I believe. I've had it right here. Yeah, he ten earned runs over twenty-four innings pitched. Given up three homers over that stretch, but twenty-nine Ks and twenty-four innings pitched. The strikeouts are back and better than ever for Jimmy Nelson. This guy was an elite pitcher. Talked about him with uh, Mike Florio on the recent Bench with Bubba episode 176 podcast. Lot to like there with James Nelson. He's 8200 bucks. The Marlins have the lowest team total on the slate. When you look at Nelson also, um, you got a Marlins team that strikes out 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. They have a 279 wOBA, 105 ISO. They got to Chase Anderson last night. That was one of my big lineups. Um, I don't mind it if you want to go with them again to be contrarian because they'll be low owned yet again. But the upside is there is Nelson. Nelson's a much better pitcher than uh, Chase Anderson. At the same time, first start back, we'll see how it goes. Lastly, here, Felix Pena, $7,800. Uh, this guy's been outstanding since taken over out of the uh, opener role. Been very, very good, much better. A 279 ERA at home for to 429 on the road. Uh, you know, 22 points his last time out against Seattle, struggled against Texas, did okay against Minnesota. Prior to those starts, Detroit, Toronto, Yankees, he pitched outstanding. So it's GPP only, 7,800 bucks. But this A's offense is kind of scuffled of late. They kind of, they got it going later yesterday, more against the Angels bullpen than against the starting rotation. But they're striking out about 20.5% of the time. So not huge K rate. But Peña, 25% K rate, 41% ground ball rate. are Both very, very nice. Lefties hit 351, righties 312 off Felix Peña. So 7,800 bucks. It's an interesting GPP type play. So in this little realm here, i got Spencer or uh, Jimmy Nelson 1, Spencer Turnbull 2, and Felix Pena 3 when you break down the 7,800 to 9K range. All right, the low 7Ks. you got a few more to pick and choose from. This is a night, I think, to just take some gambles on some cheapies, maybe sprinkle in some Chris Sale, and get all the bats in the world. But yeah, Martin Perez, 7400 bucks. Martin Perez started out the season outstanding. Really, really good. He's been better at home than on the road this year. In his last couple starts, minus 5 uh, at Tampa, 11 at LA were kind of rough. But then, you know, 25-6, 15-7, 35-32, and the run was good. There's a lot to like with Martin Perez. There's been good adjustments. We're also starting to quietly see some of the uh, the hiccups we're used to with Martin Perez. Really gets a little too much of the plate, and the ball goes a long, long ways. But at 7,400 bucks, the upside is there. Gets a Cleveland team that's really not that good right now. Striking out almost twenty three point five percent of the time, versus left handed pitching, and they have a team total of four point seven five lefties three hundred nine righties only two eighty five versus Martín Pérez. And when you look at the Indians, a two eighty seven WOBA and a one thirty one ISO versus left handed pitching, like Lindor hit two homers off Smeltzer yesterday, and then for some reason the Mets the the Twins, I know his pitch count wasn't high, but they threw him back out there for the seventh, and he gave up a couple home runs there to Jake Bowers and uh, I think Pérez. It just got – I think they left him out too long. That's just me. But uh, I, I like uh, the left-handed Martin Perez versus Cleveland tonight at $7,400. Uh, Jason Vargas, the hair is disgusting, but the pitching has been okay at $7,200. Uh, been three nine four ERA at home this season. When you look of late, 20 points at the Dodgers. We were all over that punt. But like 10.5, 11.2, 16-4, 13-10, it's a floor. It's not a great floor, but it's a floor. It's seventy two hundred bucks, and it's facing the San Francisco Giants. Giants have the fifth lowest total on the slate, just below four. They have a two seventy two WOBA and a one nineteen ISO versus lefties. They're very, very bad versus left-handed pitching. So you know it's not pretty with Jason Vargas. He's probably not going to break the roof off of something. But when it comes to punts, it's a phenomenal matchup. Now I'm expecting you, Darvish, to be a little chalky tonight. Because seventy one hundred bucks for a pitcher with his upside is insane. Yes, he's been ugly this year, but even when he's been ugly, he's averaging ten and a half points at home. Seventy-one hundred bucks. Last start at St. Louis, nineteen point three had Cincinnati, five point four. But then Philadelphia, seventeen point three at Cincy, twenty-seven. He had seventeen against Miami, twenty-seven against Arizona, fifteen twenty-three. The stuff's been much much better of late. The walks have slowly dwindled down. They're still there. They still rear their ugly head, but the strikeouts have been great. Darvish striking out over twenty-six, almost twenty-seven percent of the batters he faces. Again, 15% walk rate, not ideal, but 50% ground ball rate's good. The, uh, the Rockies strike out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. They have a team total we're waiting for because we don't have the total in that game. But lefty's 361, righty's only 314 versus you, Darvish. So Darvish at 71 has a big-time upside play. I expect him to be chalky, which is scary, but he could shoot the moon on this one. He could also get destroyed because it's the Rockies and their bats are legit. But, you know, even if he pitches like Hendricks did yesterday, gives up a couple of runs, nothing crazy – the upside's big for $7,100 for you, Darvish. So in this mid-range, I got Darvish 1, Vargas 2, Perez 3. Now when we go to the punting of the world where you can have some fun tonight, Daniel Mengden and his fancy, fancy mustache. $6,900 at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, Mengden's been pretty decent since coming back to the rotation. He has 16 points, he had a 9, then a 25. He's been very, very puntable. Uh, he's at the Los Angeles Angels, as we said, uh, a team that's not a huge strikeout team. That's the only downside. 17% K rate. Uh, Mignan's at a 20.5% K rate. A lot of fly balls, but it's a pitcher-friendly ballpark there in Anaheim. It is hotter than usual this time of year, so keep that in mind. Lefties 359. Righty's 282 versus Mignan. So he's on the uh, agenda as a possible punt play. Another one would be Kevin Gossman. Two reasons. Low ownership because of his last start at 6700 bucks. But the upside is there with Gossman. We know how good he can be. It's been ugly. 501 ERA on the road, 597 at home. It's been bad. And, you know, minus 17.8 against the Nationals is last time out. But prior to that, against the Giants, 15-3. Milwaukee, 12.7. Arizona, 22.7. He's $6,700. bucks. you are not expecting the moon here. It's a Pittsburgh team that, you know, isn't great. You know They'll probably have Bell and Polanco back in the lineup tonight, which is terrifying, which makes Gossman an even scarier play. But they strike out over 20% of the time. Gossman almost 24% K rate. 13% swinging strike rate, 41% ground ball rate. He was just all over the place his last time out. Uh, they have a 4.65 team total. Lefty's 277. righties 319 versus Goskin, we look at a Pittsburgh Pirates team that outside of Bell, and I guess you could say Polanco, he's really inconsistent. The offense doesn't jump off the page. They have a 313 Woba and a 154 ISO versus a right-handed pitching. So not saying Gossman's a great play by, because he's not, not going to get hit around. He can always get hit around. That's always an option with Kevin Gossman. But for $6,700 in that matchup against Pittsburgh, there is some serious upside that you can take a look at. Then lastly, at 6,200, Dakota Hudson at home against the Cincinnati Reds. Dakota's been very interesting this year. Very, very up and down. He faced the Reds earlier, got eight DraftKings points and five and two-thirds. He's made uh, four straight starts of at least six innings pitched. His last three starts, 19 3, 10 1, 19 3. So the upside's there. We've even seen a couple 20 point performances. We've seen some blowups. So that's the, that's the poison you play with. But $6,200 against a Reds team that'll strike out almost 25% of the time versus righties. Dakota not a huge strikeout rate of 16%, but a 61% ground ball rate keeps the ball in the ballpark for the most part. A Reds team. Where'd you go? With a 4.2 team total, it's like 7th lowest on the slate. Lefties are hitting 411 versus Dakota. Righties only 282. They have a 304 Woba versus right-handed pitching. So they've struggled a lot versus righties. So a guy like Dakota at 62 is not a horrible punt. The last one would be John Means. If you want to get real weird, that's going to be a very live ballpark per usual. And the, and the Orioles can actually hit lefties pretty good. I mean, the, the Rangers. So if you want to go super punty, you can. I'm not going there, though. So my punt would be Dakota Hudson 1, Mingden 2. Gossman three recapping the entire slew of pitching here 10k and above Chris sale, Morton Paxson sales, my man. There in the middle, Jimmy Nelson, Turnbull, Pania, Jimmy's a gamble, but I like the upside. Then bottom sevens, Darvish, Vargas, Perez, like Darvish a ton, but I'm phrasing me chalky, so keep that in mind. And then down below, Hudson, Mengden, Gossman. So if you want my top, my top from each p- uh, pricing, it'll be sale up top. Nelson in the middle. Bottom sevens. Darvish. Punts, Dakota Hudson. That's where I'm going for the most part. I'll mix and match some others as well. And as things come out throughout the day, we will get there. Like when we're in the, the QuantEdge member Discord, we chat it up when things change. So come check it out over at thequantEdge.com. The season price is lowered to $84.99 for the rest of the MLB season. But if you like to use promo code Bubba, you can get it for $74.99. You get $10 off for the rest of the baseball season. $74.99 gets you the rest of the MLB season. All the chats... All the tools, all the articles, all the great stuff coming up at thequantedge.com. Also, if you'd like to try all sports for the first month of 19.99, I'd recommend getting in on that. Use promo code Bubba or a five-day trial for $5. Promo code Bubba. The NFL product is ramping up, so get ready to jump on board with all that tasty goodness. Great stuff over there right now. If you get the all sports package, that includes basketball and all the best ball content coming out with Todd from PA. And Elliot just dropped a massive, massive best ball kind of cheat sheet guide to, to drafting this year. So, highly recommend it. Come over to thequantage.com. Check it all out. And use promo code Bubba when you do so. All right, catcher's position tonight. You got some fun ones. You got Grandal versus Alcantara at 51. Very, very intriguing. Wilson Ramos went deep yesterday. Kind of we liked him GPP-wise. Facing Tyler Beattie at 45 is in play for you as well. When you go on down a little farther, you know, you could go to Jorge Alfaro if you so choose. I don't hate it. But Ronnie Chirinos went deep yesterday. He's 4K. Usually prefer him versus lefties over righties, but Mike Leek's such a fly ball pitcher. Torino's at 4K is in play if you pay up. Like Matt Wieters at 38 versus Di Scafani. Don't hate that at all. You got a St. Louis Cardinals team with a 4.18 total. Lefties are hitting 398 off Di Scafani. Righties only 293, but lefties 398, making uh, Matt Wieters an interesting play there at 3,800 bucks as he fills in for Yadier. Molina, and as of late, you know, a zero, a nine, a zero, a 19, a 23. Showing some signs of that guy we once knew, but 38 could be a nice price tag for you there. Going to get a little cheaper now. Getting get into the mid threes. You got the likes of, I doubt Victor Caratini makes a start on back to back days, but you got like Elias Diaz for Pittsburgh versus Gosman at 35, Johnny Lucroy at 35. You can go back to our, our boy Pedro Severino. We were all over him yesterday at 3,800 bucks. He triple donged. Triple dong for 44 DraftKings points. It's Mike Miner tonight. I respect Mike Miner. He's a lot better. But if you want to go back to Severino at 35, you definitely can, as he is an option for you this evening. Don't hate that at all. A few other catchers to take a peek at. You got the likes of, uh, let's see here. like a Tucker Barnhart versus Dakota Hudson at 33. Not a bad value there if you want to go there. Maybe uh, Sandy Leon makes the lineup for you. But right now, without seeing lineups, I wouldn't really go past Tucker Barnhart at the moment. First base, now you're going to have options for days. you got Josh Bell probably back in the lineup versus Gosman at 57, that is great. Big, big meet Pete. He went deep yesterday, 55 versus Beattie. Beattie's a good pitcher, but he hasn't quite figured it out yet. Freddie Freeman went deep yesterday. Actually, many people went deep yesterday. I probably don't have to mention all of them. But uh, all really good plays if you're going to pay up top. But if you come down below the 5K range... Uh, Dietrich's in play at 5K, by the way. But if you come down, Renato Nunez does hit lefties well. He struggled yesterday, and then getting pinched hit four and missing his last two at-bats really sucks. But 4,600 and a GPP versus minor, I don't hate that at all. Um, Logan Forsythe, always been good against uh, lefties. First base shortstop eligible at 44 versus means will be a low-owned option. So is Trey Mancini. Um, Manny Carpenter, mark first, first base, third base eligible versus Clafani. We just mentioned how lefties hit DeSclifani so well. Carpenter went deep yesterday. He's averaging 8.6 over his last 10. Not a world beater by any means, but a very interesting play at 4,300. A few others to take a peek at. You could look at like a um, a Dan Vogelbach and a GPP at 41. Hope he stays hot versus Peacock. If you're going to attack Peacock, it's with lefties. But like Garrett Cooper, first base outfield. I was on him yesterday. He's 3,900 bucks versus Jimmy Nelson. I know it's Jimmy's first start back, so we're not sure exactly what to expect, but Cooper's last few games, 33-18-10. He had a couple 5-8-2s and a 27-10. and a 10. Swinging a pretty good stick there for the fish. So Garrett Cooper at 39 is in play. After Cooper, you go down a little farther, and you got the likes of maybe a Nico Goodrum versus Morton at 38. But uh, Joey Votto, intriguing at 38. But Matt Olson, big-time intriguing at 38 versus Pena. Olson put up only a four last night. He's very GPP play. He's not a cash game look right now. But big-time power upside in any matchup he's in. Uh, Yuli Gurriel at 36, if you need to punt, you can go there. Not running to play too many guys from down here at this moment. Unless something just really pops when the lineups come out. But uh, Matt Olsen, GPP is probably about as low as I go at the, at this time. Second base, you got Mustakis at 56 in a really good spot for Sandy Alcantara. Alcantara showing a good start from here to there. Moose and the Brew Crew let everyone down, not hitting Pablo Lopez yesterday. Everyone got let down. Currently, they have a 5.16 total, second highest on the slate. Lefty's hitting 3.42, righty's 3.11 versus Sandy Alcantara. I expect the Brewers not to be quiet for two straight days. So Mustakis at 56, really, really good play. I expect him to take um, Alcantara to Ding Dong City. So give me Mustakis with Yellick and company. Big, big time play tonight. Like the Brew Crew, like Mustakis quite a bit on this slate. So go check all that out. Uh, a little farther down, Dietrich 5K, Michael Chevis at 48 is very, very much in play versus Jake Junis. When you're looking at the Yankees, you know, five-team total, lefties 359, righties 285. That is the wrong one. We look at the Red Sox, that must have pissed a lot of people off over there. They have a higher total, a total of 505, lefties 367, righties 347 versus Junis and his high five ball rate. Something to keep in mind there. Going on down farther, though. Like Brandon Lau versus Turnbull at 44 is a GPP play for sure. Uh, Javi Baez did it for us yesterday. I wrote him up at the GPP shortstop. He went deep against uh, against Hoffman. He's got 24 and 25 in his last two. It is Herman Marquez tonight? The Cubs could still be could be an interesting play here. Not running to play them like I was yesterday. I had a Cubs nats stack that was very very nice, very, very nice. But uh, when you look at the Cubs lefties 312, righties 305 versus Marquez, you know how that goes, especially not in Coors. Farther down, though, Jeff McNeil made his return from the IL last night. Only got you three draftings points, but likely leading off versus Tyler Beattie. Does have some upside for you there. Same with time with Stella versus Mengden at 42. So Some cheaper options here around the 4K level at second base. You can definitely attack with. Uh, when you drop below 4K, Lourdes Gurriel at GPP versus Paxton. I don't hate it. Uh, you always got Ruggie Odor at home and a GPP at 38. You can play that route, but he's just been ice cold, like really, really bad. Uh, Louis Rengifo at 35 versus Daniel Mengden. Another one I don't mind at all when you go down below here in the Jerks and Profar. Tony Kemp mentioned him yesterday. He went deep. He's 3,400 versus means. I don't mind jump – or not means, uh, versus leak. Don't mind jumping back on that at 3,400. He's been playing really, really well in his, his playing time. He's been getting third base. got Aaron Otto at 57. Mentioned Moose already at 56. Rafael Devers uh, got another big hit last night. Another double. 15 more DraftKings points. The dude is so good right now. He's fifty three hundred bucks. He's still under owned pretty much every night. He's pretty much the top third baseman on the slate these days, as consistent as he's hidden at least top cash game third baseman. So Rafael Devers at fifty three, big big fan of what he's bringing to the plate. There, you got Bregman at fifty two, is always worth the look. But Austin Riley goes deep again yesterday. Absolutely crazy what Austin Riley's doing. Just bombs away. So when you look at this this five k and above uh, third base things, you got you know Mustakis, Devers, Riley the three guys I'm trying to target there. I guess it's stack by stack dependent, but uh, for me, it's like Devers, then give me some Moustakas, then give me Riley. That's how I, that's how I break down the high-priced third basements tonight. If you want to go that direction, but uh, yeah, all really good plays. Obviously, that's why they're priced where they are. But uh, Devers has been cra- straight crazy. Drop below five k though. You look at the likes of maybe a Chris Bryant, maybe a DJ LeMayu, but not running to go go there. Mention McNeil and Ed Carpenter already. Okay, forty-three hundred dollar plays. Don't hate it. Listella's there as well. Um, Colin Moran could be an interesting GPP play at 41. Very streaky guy, averaging 8.8 over his last 10. 0.5 his last two, but then 14, 14, 18, 18. So very streaky hitter in Colin Moran. And again, getting Kevin Gosman, a very hot and cold type pitcher, but you look at the, the numbers, lefty's 277, righty 319 versus Gosman. Colin Moran could be interesting at 41. Not running to get there, but could be very, very interesting. Sliding not down a little farther here at the third base position. Uh, yesterday, yesterday's position was absolutely loaded. Not in love with it as much, but one I do love. I like the Twins tonight. I thought they'd be a little better last night. They still were good. I thought they'd be better. They're getting Cookie Carrasco tonight. Lefty's hitting 337. Righty's 289 off Cookie right now. He's been really, really bad, giving up a ton of hard contact. You have Marvin Gonzalez, third base outfit eligible at 3800 bucks. He went deep yesterday, 19, 5 and 21 in his last three. We know how hot he's been hitting over the month of May, and you know, I trying to bring it into June. Marwin at 38 is some nice savings, uh, third base or the outfield in a matchup where I like the uh, I like the uh, the Twins to do some damage tonight, so I don't hate that at all. Uh, Brian Anderson once again 3,700 bucks doesn't get the love he deserves. I like Jimmy Nelson. I also don't mind attacking Jimmy Nelson. Uh, Anderson went deep last night for 22 points at 13 the night before. Uh, interesting play there with Brian Anderson. Uh, but once you go farther down to like Yuli Gurriel. You could go Vladito versus Paxton at 35 in a GPP that is in play. It's a tough one, but it's in play for sure. Like Kyle Seeger at 34, if you need some savings versus Peacock, you could go that route, but not in love with it. Enhancer Alberto, second base, third base, leads off for Baltimore. Hits lefties pretty well. Mike Miner again, better lefty than most, but Alberto 16 points last night. He's only 3,200 bucks in a great hitting environment. The O's have a um, 4.2 team total. Lefties 217. Righty's 312 versus minor, so you could look at him as a punt and and be okay with it. Shortstop. Uh you got Story, Bogart's in a great spot at 56, but like Jorge Polanco, 5500 versus cookie. I like it a little bit. He's only one for four or three points last night, but we know polanco can do. A little pricey, but a good spot for you there. Dansey Swanson, I mentioned him yesterday in the write up, got you 17 more points last night. The dude's crushing at 17 27 21 in his last three. I prefer him versus lefties over righties. Joe Musgrove has been pretty bad of late. Lefty's hitting 329, righty's 284 off Joe Musgrove. So, so Swanson's in play, but not not as high on him as I was yesterday. Elvis Andrews, on the other hand, at 4900 bucks for his means. Andrews had nine points last night. He's having a very quiet season, yet hitting 298. No one's talking about him because he's not lighting the world on fire as people hoped he would. Likely in the middle of that Texas lineup tonight at third. Uh, at 4900 bucks for his means is a target you can have. Uh, Texas has a 5-3 team total, lefty's 277, but righty's 325 off mean. So, Andrews could be a nice nice play tonight in that one. Uh, I have a feeling Francisco Lindor's going be a lot more popular tonight after that double dong 37-point performance last night. I've been using him a lot. For some reason, he wasn't on my radar last night. I've had him a lot. 11-3, 14-6, 15-15-12 prior to that. He's been very, very good switch hitter. Hits lefties just fine. Gets Martin Perez tonight at 4,600. If you want to go back to him, I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. I think it's still a very good play. Uh, you got Logan Forsythe at 44. Talked about him briefly already. Paul Young, We talked about how lefties hit DeSclafani so well. And he's been okay versus righties. We mentioned uh, righties hit 293. That's still almost 300 guys. Like, it's still a good average. And Paul Young loves him. Some right-handed pitching. And Young struggled a ton of late. Over his last 10 games, he's only hitting 269. Um, or no, that's, that's not that... Over his last 10 games, he's only hitting .086. That is not good. 11 Ks and 35 at-bats. He's slumping tremendously. But 4200 bucks against Steve Scalfani in that upside might be worth a GPP look or at least a part of a stack. Ahmed Rosario, he was batting 7th yesterday when McNeil came back. That sucks. That really sucks. If he's towards the top of the order at 4K, I'm in. If he's not, it's not a play for me tonight. Farther down the shortstop position when he dropped below... 4K is going to get murky. Like Marcus Simeon at 37 is worth a, worth a look. Uh, Jose Iglesias versus Hudson at 35. Regifo at 35. A couple of the usual suspects down here. Other than that, this is more like a, a Willie Domus Talked about him yesterday. He had a granny. He's 3,200. Uh, Brandon Crawford's 32 versus Vargas. They're, they're options. I'm not in love with many of them. This will be more of a lineup-based thing if I want to punt when things come out. At this moment, not in love with the punts at the shortstop position. All right, outfield. Christian Yellick at 6K against Alcantara, yes. Austin Meadows versus the Bull, yes. Meadows did it again last night, even against a lefty for a while. He got you nine DraftKings points. He's very, very good. 100 pence, a good play versus means. But Rosario at 56, Kepler at 55. Rosario went deep yesterday. I like both of those quite a bit. And I, I think attacking Cookie is going to be fun because some people still like Carrasco, and hopefully we get some low Twins owners. Twins are low-owned yesterday. Hopefully they're low-owned again today. You can always go Mike Trout. Don't need to tell you that one over and over again. Ozuna's a great play at 52 versus Sclafani. Austin Riley mentioned him already. Getting below the 5Ks now. It gets a little more fun. You can go back to Avi Garcia. I love him versus lefties. He went deep yesterday. 16 DraftKings points. Still averaging 13.6 over his last 10. 16, 21, 11, 19 in his last four. Avi's streaking. Streak with him. He's 4900 bucks versus Turnbull. Don't hate it at all. Yeah, Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez, only $4,800 each against Jacob Junis. That is a smash spot for your Boston Red Sox. Brian Reynolds will be overlooked because he's the same price as those two. Very interesting play versus Kevin Gossman. If you want a low-owned play with upside, Brian Reynolds is your man. Farther down, no more bizarre against Means at 47 in a GPP. Uh, You got Benintendi versus Junis at 46, but Acuna Jr., so keep playing this guy. Keep playing him. I tweet out the stats. He's outstanding. 19 more points last night. 19, 3, 12, and 13 in his last four. 4,600 bucks. Leading off for Joe Musgrove tonight. He's too cheap. He's, he's too damn cheap. That plain and simple. Farther down, you look, though, like a Michael Brantley at only 4,600 versus Mike Leak is a very intriguing play. So is Cole Calhoun at 45. Calhoun's been, been heating up. That price fluctuates as he fluctuates. Averaging 8.2 over his last 10. 0 2 0 lately with the 19 2 23 11 0 16. So he's going through one of his waves, flexing his muscle, showing some power. So Calhoun at 45 against Megden is in play. Going on down more, Mancini talked about him already. You can look at David Fletcher, who's been, been heating up at 4,300 for the Halos. I don't really want to target Mengden, but the Angels are lining up that way right now at this first glance. If you want to target Jason Vargas, um, Tyler Austin, of the Giants is 4200 bucks. The only reason why he's on the Giants is to match lefties. So if you want to get Contrarian, he's there at 42 Yeah, You Gregory Polanco at 42 is in a great spot as well against uh, Kevin Gossman. Farther down, you look here like a Derek Fisher, especially he's leading off versus, Houston, uh, versus Mike Leak. 4100 bucks. like that a lot. 21 more points from Fisher last night. 21-0. 14-16-0. 16-13. It's coming back up. Fisher swinging a great bat at 4100 bucks It's super value against Mike Leak on this slate. Really good play with Derek Fisher. Nick Markakis at 44 k versus Musgrove. Worth the look. So was uh, Pueyo of the Angels at 4K. the uh, Delano Shields Jr., 4K. He's got on. He stole some bags. Got 15 points last night. He's a good play at 4K again because he can get on and steal against means. Jordan Luplau let me down yesterday. Only two draftings points. He crushed his lefties. That's what he does. He's GPP only. He's 3900 bucks versus Martin Perez. Wouldn't be shocked if he goes deep tonight, but be careful because if he doesn't, he'll probably do nothing else for you. Mention Garrett Cooper at 39 already. You got Crush Davis at 39. He's too cheap. Got you an RBI double last night for seven points. He's still getting his feet wet, getting loose, but at any moment, he can bust out a big one. So $3,900 for Crush Davis. Very good look. Miles Straught, 39 versus Leak, is in play. Mention Marvin Gonzalez at 38 already. And then so on and so forth. You're going to have some value down here. you got Ramirez from Miami at 38. He double-pointed it last night. Jesse Winker, Shohei Ohtani went deep. He's only 38. That's a good value. A lot to like down here if you're looking value-wise. Brian Anderson, talked about him already. Piscotti at 36. Schwarber's only 35 versus Marquez. I think that's some serious value for you. JBJ at 35 as well. Uh, Ramon Lariano's been heating up. He went deep yesterday. He's averaging 11.6 over his last 10. Thirty fourteen 14 is last two, and then 3, 8, 10, and 14. So Ramon Lariano's swinging a good stick at 35 if you need to go that direction. There's that. You got cargoes down here, super cheap. Tony Kemp at 34. There's a lot to like if you want to punt in the outfield and pay up elsewhere or just make it weird. Lots you can do when you're breaking it all down. Recapping your pitching real quick up top, Sale, Morton, Paxton. In the mid-7s to 9K range, I got Nelson, Turnbull, Pena. In the low sevens, Darvish, Vargas, Perez, down below Hudson, Mengden, Gossman. So lots to like for you there. When you're stacking her up, you got the you got uh, Milwaukee versus Alcantara. I find it very hard. Milwaukee goes quiet two days in a row, so be uh, be wary, be excited of the Milwaukee Brew Crew. You got Texas versus John Means in a great spot in a great ballpark. Don't hate that at all. Boston versus Jacobs, Junis is a smash spot. Very very good. Um, Houston versus Mike League like that quite a bit as well. Some good value for Houston as well. Like Kemp, Fisher, uh, Brantley's not even that expensive. There's some serious value in that Houston lineup you could play with. Um, Atlanta versus Musgroves, interesting. St. Louis versus Steve Scafani. I do like the Twins a lot versus Cookie Carrasco. Lefty's hitting 377 off Carrasco. Righty's 289. There's a ton of ways to go. When all of your totals are 8.5 to 9 or higher, you can pretty much pick your poison. This is where the chats come into play when lineups come out. We can make arguments for so many of these, and that's how things changed throughout the days yesterday. Like, I used the TQE line movement tool, watched line movement, I watched value. Lots of things come out when you're in these chats. So, come check us out at quantage.com or at fantasydgens, fantasy at FantasyDegens on Twitter in that Slack chat where I'd recommend jumping around. All right, let's BVP it up, send you on your way. Hopefully, we have some good stuff for you here. We didn't have a lot yesterday, and it didn't matter because everyone went deep. Carlos Santana seven for 11, two doubles and a homer off of Martin Perez. Uh, Nelson Cruz nine for twenty five, three doubles, three home runs off Carlos Carrasco. Jorge Polanco eight for eighteen. Eddie Rosario eight for twenty seven with the home run. Marvin Gonzalez has a homer. Kepler has a homer. As a team, the t- Twins are hitting two ninety five and three sixty eight wOBA, two hundred three ISO versus Carlos Carrasco. Buster Posey, 5-for-13 with a homer off Vargas. PR's got a homer. Evan Longoria's taking him deep as well. Longo likes his lefties. Uh, Curtis Granderson, 4-for-9, two doubles and two homers off Jimmy Nelson. A few more to maybe take a look at. Story, Arenado, and Iannette have taken Darvish deep, but they're only at 2 as a team. Uh, not a whole lot out there at this moment. Matt Carpenter, we, we talked about him at 4300 bucks went deep yesterday. He's 11-for-24, two doubles, a triple, and three homers, hitting four fifty eight. Off of D. Scafani. Goldie's eight for 15, Three doubles and a homer. Uh Elzuna, five for seventeen with a double and a homer. Fowler's taking him deep. Some good numbers from the cards there versus D. Trout and Pool have taken Megden deep. Not surprised. Chapman, Kana, Davis, Profar have all taken Felix Peña deep as a team in a small sample at like 298. Kyle Seeger against Peacock, 10 for 29, two doubles and two homers. Good, good, good numbers there. The Bray are the uh the Astros. Kemp, four for seven, two doubles. Bregman, four for nine, two doubles. Trinos four for nine. Uh, a little bit to like there with the Astros versus Mike Leak. All right, everybody, that wraps us up on your Wednesday edition. Lots to like on this 12-game slate. Lots of pitching options because you can go so many ways with so many totals and so many coin flip situations. Maybe paying for pitching is not the answer. Chris Sale's in a great spot. Don't hate it. But there's a lot to like with the bats that you can make happen as we've seen recently. So congrats to everybody that won last night. Some really good stuff there on both the quantage Edge and Fantasy DJs uh, Check me out on Twitter at BD Trick if you have a rating and review on the podcast. I'd much, much appreciate it. But until next time, this was MLB DFS Hits, Your Wednesday, June 5th edition. I'm out. <laughs>